Welcome, this is the Change Creator Podcast. What's up everybody and welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast show. If you missed last week's episode, we spoke with Timothy Sykes. He was actually the cover story for the last edition of Change Creator Magazine. Don't want to miss that. This is a guy who's figured out how to make millions of dollars as a penny stock trader and then use that money to fund social change. He's playing in the animal rights space and he's also built over 40 schools for children who need them. Um, He's doing incredible work, lots to learn. So check that episode out. Check out the magazine. Uh, We cover it all. Today, we're going to be talking with Jesse and Marie. They're the founders of a company called North Star Messaging, and they are copywriting content strategy experts. They support universities, personal brands, nonprofits, you name it. They help them get clear on their message so they can connect better with their audience. So we're going to get some tips and insights from their incredible experience doing this day in and day out. This is the heart of your marketing, guys. And they are also contributors, expert contributors to our Captivate course, which is about putting your story at the heart of your marketing. This is so important. So yes, lots of good insights from these guys, and we look forward to this conversation. Um, Next up, guys, just want to remind you, the next magazine is coming out May 15th, and it's going to be with Nasreen Sheik. She is an incredible young lady who was a child slave in Nepal, And she was able to get education, escape that situation, and now runs two businesses supporting women and combating child labor. Incredible, incredible cover story coming out May 15th. Um, And then we just had an incredible interview with Blake Mikoski, so that'll be coming out in June, around June 15th. All right, let's jump into this conversation. Don't forget to stop by your favorite app store. We are now on Spotify and, of course, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Leave us a review. Your feedback is so important to us. We really appreciate it. All right, let's do this. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Jesse and Marie, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show. How are you both doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having us, Adam. You're welcome. I'm excited to have you guys here. As you know, we are big in marketing and we love storytelling and you guys are the experts. So we like to hear what you have to say. And we're going to dive into that conversation today. Um, First and foremost, I really want to understand what you guys are working on now. And I I was telling people, what do you work on today? And they would tell me their agenda like today. (laughs) But I mean, like currently, what's going on in your world? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So it's always exciting over at North Star. Um, but generally, the, the sort of thrust of what we're doing at this point is we are continuing to grow our copywriting agency. But as always, we want to make sure that that copywriting is supported by messaging strategy because that's in the name of the business, right? And so what's happening is on the front end, we're Um, taking a process that we've gone through to really get to understand our clients brand voice and their values and their audience and like how to connect all of that together. We've been doing that process as like a done for you for a few years now. And now we're turning that process into um, more of like a group process, um, trying to figure out how can we make this more of a DIY um, accessibility as well. So that's part of what we're sort of going through at the moment is trying to figure out how to make this more accessible for people. Okay, great, great. And and so you're trying to, because you work directly with clients, right? So I mean, you're, they're kind of coming to you and saying, hey, 
we need to be able to connect this audience and our messaging's just not hitting the mark for some reason and we don't know why. But are you trying to create instead of, so you don't have to do the hands-on work? Is that what you're saying? You're trying to create a separate program? Well, I think, you know, if you, if we could look into the crystal ball of what North Star is a few years from now, you know, we would love for the processes that we've developed to be accessible through things like books or, um, you know, other resources. So I think part of the process is, um, is here in this intermediate phase where we're doing it with people still, but in more of a group format so that again, it's, it's more sort of like scalable. And we mean that so that it's more accessible to more people. Like we can impact more people at one time because yeah, we hear that so much where people are saying, man, you know, like I have this really important message and either like I've worked with copywriters before and they haven't been able to quite like wrap their brains around it or my voice or like there's a disconnect in there that like the audience just isn't on the receiving end in the way that I would like them to be. Um, And so this is sort of the, the pain point we're helping them navigate. Yeah, got it, got it. So let's just level set for everybody then. And why don't you tell me, uh, Jesse, a little bit about, you know, how North Star started, right? And how you guys got together. So we know where that's coming from. Yeah, absolutely. This is a fun story that we really love sharing because it's been a lot of different iterations over the years. And we actually started out way back in 2010 um, during sort of the the mire of the recession that was happening that started in 2008. And we noticed that there were a lot of people out there who were looking for jobs because they were out of jobs. And they had sort of the same marketing problem on a personal level for applying to different jobs where they needed cover letters and resumes that really reflected their voice, their impact piece that they could offer a new company. And so we started out as a resume writing company and we started out helping people with their cover letters and their resumes. And very quickly we realized that the market for this really extended beyond people who were looking for positions at jobs and that there were entire industries that could be impacted by this work of knowing your brand voice, knowing how to position yourself in the market, and knowing how your work impacts others and can build relationships. And so it all sort of grew out of there. And it's gone through iterations over time. And where it is now compared to where it is was back then, it really is the same thing that we're doing, but it's just turned into something that has such a greater reach and opportunity for impact. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it, it, it seems like a, a bigger um, application, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, which is pretty cool. And, you know, I, I'd like to hear just from your experience then, what has some of, has there been an evolution in your process since that start and now? And what, like, I'm sure there's things that you found like that didn't work. So maybe we could talk a little bit about the process and what you found didn't work and what led you to where you are now. Like just some of that evolution would be cool to understand. Totally. So we've always, you know, prided ourselves as writers. We enjoy the process. Um, And so early on, we would just kind of dive in to the project. We would have, you know, maybe a high level strategy call to understand what's the purpose of what you're trying to create here. But Um, we would find ourselves just in revision after revision. And at the end of the day, the client was still happy, but it was very time consuming for them. Yeah. And for us, of course, too. And we, we really pride ourselves as sort of 
client focused and service focused. And so the more we can free up their time from this stuff, the better so they can go do the thing that they're meant to do. So we started um, developing this process where we would go into like a really intensive interview with them. And we would really understand, we would come to understand their voice, the values that really drive them. We call that their North star. Um, The, yeah, exactly. To kind of go into our our brand there. And we, um, we would really just, try to understand the strategy behind what it is they're trying to create so that then we could make recommendations for them that were much more informed. We could create copy that was much closer to what it needed to be at the end point. And we've gotten to a point now where we're able to usually turn it around with just one or two revisions, which is way not the story in the early (laughs) days of the business. But I think at the end of the day, it's just about listening. And that's like so Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I also want to then just make sure people understand. So why you have the name North Star, because that, that actually holds a lot of value. So I think it's important to understand that. Yeah, that was absolutely. quite the process, right, Jesse? Oh my God. We spent two and a half days locked in an Airbnb going through iterations of what we could call ourselves when we rebranded because we didn't start off as North Star. We actually rebranded to it, I think about three years ago now. Mm-hmm. And the reason we ended up choosing North Star is because it really is the culmination of everything that we believe a well-positioned and well-messaged business has. It has vision. It has a clear idea of who they're talking to, their audience. It, they know their mission. They know their content. And they know their stories. And they know how to integrate all of that into their business around their voice. Yeah. And it's essentially the thing that you follow on this crazy, twisted, booby-trapped trail of <laughs> entrepreneur tr- entrepreneurship. And as long as you have that North Star in mind, you can stay on that trail. Yeah, I, I love that. And it's something that we talk a lot about here as well and that you we have spoken to each other about. And, you know, understanding that North Star is not only a guide, but it's a differentiator in some regards as well for your brand, right? You're not focused on the competition. You're focused on the mission at hand and sticking to what you believe in. And it's, I will tell you too, it's like, and you guys can probably, I hope agree with me, (laughs) is that when you are running your own business, especially the first few years, there's so many different directions that you're pulled in and you realize like underneath everything, there's 10 more decisions to make, right? So it's like, you can easily get off track. And I love the uh, Netflix example because they could have gone down the road of this advertising model and made a ton of money, but it was off brand. It was off their value system, right? And they decided, no, the most important thing is user experience. And so they said, forget the ads. We're going to stick to a user experience focused model, which means no ads. And they created this whole revolution of no ads and a monthly membership. I get access to everything. So it's a great example of that decision, that deciding moment. Will the money, you know, take over or you stick with the meaning and what's what you believe in, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, using that visual of the actual like Polaris, the North Star, like yeah. if you ever see a time lapse video of the night sky, at least on the Northern Hemisphere, that star doesn't move. And that's the thing. Like, that's why we chose that because, I mean... There's a lot of positive connotation around it, but it's that wayfinding piece. So like, what is, you know, your, 
user experience for Netflix? Like, what is that thing for you? And that's a question all of us have to answer. Exactly. Now that makes me wonder, why don't you have a background video of that North Star on your homepage? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I'm going to make one for you. (laughs) Oh, thanks. No, it's, it is beautiful. Well, and also we just, we love nature and we, you know, love hey, the history love behind it. it. So it's all North good Star stuff. Marketing. Oh, I can see it. I have this, I'm like a website, like fanatic when it comes to all that <laughs> stuff. So as soon as you said that, I was like, oh man, I got videos going through my head and everything. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> so let, let's just level set for everybody here because, you know, let's define, um, you know, storytelling. I mean, we, we kind of talk about storytelling and there is, um, and you guys can respond to this, but there is a, a science to storytelling, but then there's marketing, right? So it's like kind of like mixing these two worlds. So I like to just hear you guys talk a little bit about, you know, when someone's coming to you, what are you really helping them with? Like, what is this process and how do you define that stuff? Yeah. You know, when people come to us specifically around story, a lot of times it's because they, they, they have this understanding that story is important in some way that feels very vague to them. Yeah. And there's a little resistance because they don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing every facet of their lives, which is totally normal and totally fine. And so part of the process we take them through is understanding that they have big stories, like their origin story. And they also have micro stories, little snippets and snapshots of their lives that help to build the brand and give the brand a human component. Because at the end of the day, marketing is about relationships. And a lot of times when you just look at the word marketing and all of the stuff that comes under marketing, it can start to feel very cold and sterile. And stories adds the warmth back into it. It adds the human component back into it and allows you to build that bridge between yourself and your audience in a way where your audience can look at you and be like, I get you. I get you. I get your brand. And I want to be with you and work with you. Not necessarily because of what you're doing, because there are probably a lot of people who do what you're doing, but because of how you bring who you are to what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I love hearing that. And I, I want people listening to really understand that because it is today more and more marketing is transitioning, right? We're transitioning into these impact businesses and people define that a million different ways now too, but you know, social entrepreneurship, any kind of business that's doing something that has a social impact, right? And as that's happening, there's such a saturation out there of marketing. So it's now that that sales talk and all that like car salesman stuff is going away and interruption ads. And we talk about these things and it's like, it's going in this direction of adding the human element. Right. And those stories are where it's at and people are connecting with brands because of those stories. So what are some of the, can we talk a little bit about the process you go through? Uh, you don't have to share the secret sauces, but you know, just some of the, some of the considerations that are important um, around this process to make it work. So people listening here can just get a taste for what that is. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I want to back up just a tiny bit too and just say super quickly that I feel like impact entrepreneurs are kind of leading the charge here and have (laughs) such an amazing opportunity. You know, I actually have a nonprofit background and that's where I learned to integrate this, the storytelling piece Mm. and discovering like, man, this is so much more valuable for people to be able to understand and connect and really get what the end result is. So especially for listeners, I think of this podcast, like 
this is your area to shine. So yeah. <laughs> don't, you know, neglect it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we pull from our clients and we encourage them to think about different stories. So we actually started off, um, with a signature story process. And this was actually a collaborative effort with um, a storyteller trainer named Carrie okay. Severson um, back in the day. And so that was a process where we were helping them figure out like, what is that story that's the one that like is going to have the impact, but also could be shown in different fragments, almost like, you know, refracting light. Like we can use this story in a different way on a podcast. We can use it a different way on stage. We could use it a different way on our about page. Um, so I think that's important to bear in mind that when we're, no matter what stories we come up with, there are different ways to leverage those stories um, for different audiences and different purposes. And they don't have to be these like stagnant in a box things that they can serve as the inspiration for connecting with the audience in the moment. But Jesse, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the different stories that we help our audience define? Yeah, absolutely. So we do have that signature story. And usually that signature story is the story that people tend to lead with because it is the most connective story, that that one that gives sort of the aha moments on the part of the audience where they're like, okay, I really resonate with this person. But within that, there are many other stories I can tell. I mentioned the origin story earlier. Almost everyone wants to know, where did you get your start from? Yeah. And there's also value-based stories. So what are instances where, and it doesn't have to be you personally, because as businesses and brands get bigger, sometimes the business is bigger than one person. Often yeah. that's what happens. So it could be what is an instance where the business did something that was aligned with their values. Netflix is a great example of that. So finding things that are representative examples. And it all goes back to what Marie said earlier about listening. So this is something we pull out of our clients often during our intensive process. We have a dedicated section of that process to stories. And we look at things like those structured stories, but we also look at things like which stories are you uncomfortable sharing and why? And is that valid? Like, don't share that story because you're not ready to, which is totally okay. You don't have to share every story. Or is that resistance around something different? Is it something that actually might be a really powerful story that your audience would connect with and you just hadn't been ready to share it in the past and now it might actually be something to put into your content? Yep. Um, yeah. I, that's interesting. I just got to jump in real quick because as you were saying that I was thinking about, you know, in the beta program, we had 20 people come in now, just so anybody listening that doesn't know, Jesse and Marie also contributed expert viewpoints. This is their expertise. And they shared some expert viewpoints for the captivate program that we were running a test on. So we did this beta. And one of the biggest things that we learned, cause we had live interaction coaching, right? is that people were feeling uncomfortable with making themselves vulnerable because we're digging into that founder story. Like we want people to understand who they are, why they're doing what they're doing and connect with them as a brand, like a, a, a personal brand. Right. And they had some real challenges. So the combination of confidence and vulnerability and those types of things, imposter syndrome came up quite a bit. Um, so hundred percent, like I, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, that ring, rang a bell. So, no, that's all. It's just the, the vulnerability piece. Um, it's, it's, I think important to just ask yourself, why, why are you feeling vulnerable around it? And I think if it's that, um, you know, maybe there's something you're not quite through healing. Okay. That's fine. Like let that be and continue to process. But if yeah. it's something that you're just, um, feeling a little nervous about sharing because it may paint you in a light of, 
something that doesn't feel as favorable, like bear in mind, probably your audience has been there too. And if that's a feeling that they can also relate to and feel in the process of working with you, then that's actually a bridge. Yeah. And it's like a humanizing component. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, I think those stories are important most of the time, right? You're right. Like if, if something's fresh, like, and it makes you, it has pain tied to it. You don't want to push someone into to that situation, but there's a lot of like, you have to decipher, I think, to what Jesse said, like, is this a, is, are you resisting because you're just scared of getting people's feedback who may not agree or like what you say? Or is it because, you know, you have some life event that was just really painful. Um, if it's the, the first, then, you know, you got to push through that a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think too, it's um, one of the things we run into a lot, especially in the impact space is there's a, a natural discomfort of having the spotlight on you. And that's just yeah. totally normal. And it's one of those things that it, it's important to look at what that spotlight is doing for your audience. Yeah. Because people in the impact space have a tendency to want to put other people in the spotlight, the people they're serving, because they're so passionate about serving them. So it's also asking the question, in telling my story, is it going to allow me to serve in a bigger and better way? And if the answer is yes, then it may be worth stepping into that spotlight for a little bit so that you can have that greater impact. Yeah. No, that makes, I, I agree a hundred percent. And I think anybody listening, like you do have to really look through the micro moments of your life, right? And there's going to be certain ones, there's going to be lots of different um, areas of your life where you had these epiphanies, right? And you have to learn how to start selecting which ones are going to be the most relevant for the, the type of story you're trying to tell and then who you're telling it to, right? So it could be investors, it could be your customers and there's all kinds of, there's so many different stuff stories. Uh, it gets a little bit uh, daunting at times, but I love like, I've heard these TED talks and otherwise, you know, where people will tell like their most vulnerable moment in life that was actually what was the most impactful moment for them, right? It creates the inspiration for something magical that they've now done. Like it creates this life mission. So to me, if you're willing to do that and put it out there, that's when you start seeing some results. And have you guys seen with your work now, people who have made, pushed through those things? Is there any success stories that come to mind with that kind of thing? Gosh. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll bring one up. Um, okay. So there's um, a woman who's been a great friend to us and mentor and um, just all around amazing influence and friend in our lives named Lisa Carpenter, oh. who's um, she's a, an amazing master coach who um, has this incredible background in um, in like nutrition and fitness and then started realizing like there's all this stuff under that stuff, right? And that that stuff under the stuff really needs attention. Um, but she had some resistance to sharing some pieces of her story and also recognizing like how much the spotlight deserves to be on the stuff under the stuff. Um, and so when we worked with her through that process, um, I think, I hope it's been really liberating for her, for her to be able to, to speak to that. And as a result, you know, 
she's able to attract people who are ready to work with her to the depth that she is capable of going yeah. as opposed to coming to, to her on sort of a, a surface level issue, which is still totally valid. Right. And that is a way to, to work with people, but like she's such a deep person and is able to work with people on such a transformational level that when they know that that's sort of the end goal um, when they first come to work with her, their mindset's already there and they're willing to go deep with her. And so that means they're able to get more out of their time with her and the yeah. investment is, is more worthwhile. So that's, you know, just one example. So yeah. shout out to Lisa there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. And I, I, you know, we've seen things too, where people will do a Facebook post even, I mean, stories come in all shapes and sizes, right? Videos, posts, blog articles, whatever it might be. Um, and we've seen where they would make themselves very vulnerable with like a story of something that happened to them and they just spoke from the heart. Right. But it was intense. Like it had tension, like a story should, right. Because it was an intense moment. It was taking them to this epiphany and yeah. they exposed themselves. And it, it was one, it was an article, a post that had more organic reach probably, you know, 10 times more than the, the average post that they did. People really connected with it. Um, you know, I've done things too, where I put myself out there and then people have ragged on me for it. Right. So you get the, <laughs> you get the negative stuff too. Like, what do you mean my shirt? You don't like my shirt or what do you mean? I, I, I stutter. I don't know, whatever it is, but, and you really got to take that stuff with a grain of salt. If you, um, cause part of it too, is people like, well, I want to, I try and drum up so much attention for my business. Right. Cause that means sales. And, and that's not true. Attention doesn't mean sales. Um, it means attention and, you know, everyone's so worried about the vanity metrics of like how many people are on my email list or how many people are, um, are coming to my website, but it doesn't matter if it's not the right people. Right guys. I mean, I, yeah. that, I think, isn't that part of what you're helping people do is like helping them connect by telling the right stories at the right time, you connect with the right people who will actually love what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're shouting into a noisy room, all you're doing is creating a noisier room, right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to have your, your innovative angle that showcases how you stand out from all of those other people shouting. And that innovative angle is often expressed through your stories. And I do want to back up though for a second and just mention that the stories you share don't have to be these traumatic or pivotal, huge life moments. Yeah. Um, the small micro moments that you have in your life that you might have going to the grocery store, something you experience, or spending some time with your kids or walking your dogs, like these little things can become stories. And a lot of times people come to us and they say, I don't have any stories. My life is boring. There's nothing to share. And that, that's never true. And it's, so, so I, I want to give your listeners a permission slip to look at all of the facets of their lives and acknowledge that their lives are multifaceted. And there are a lot of stories in there. And they don't have to be these big rags to riches, transformative stories. Every right. story has value at every point of your journey. And you'll continue adding to that story bank as you go on. Mm -hmm. I wonder. Yeah. That's a good point. Go ahead. Sorry. I want to piggyback to you really quick and say, I think the other place where we as impact entrepreneurs often neglect to put the spotlight is on the impact itself because it feels like it's bragging or it's like, look at me. I'm so great. I'm, you know, donating <laughs> to this or I'm creating this change or whatever it is. 
Um, but at the end of the day, it all depends on what's, why are you doing it? And so to ask yourself, am I doing it to show off? Probably not, right? You're doing it because you care about the cause. You care about the impact you're creating. And so to dig into that why, and that can be a really important piece of your story as well. So it's not necessarily about you or like a traumatic thing that you experienced, but it's just like, why do you, why did you create this? Why do you care about this impact? Allow that to take the spotlight because then you'll attract other people who care about that too. Yeah, no, these are great points. I'm glad you guys brought them up because we've heard that too. We don't, I don't have a story. I didn't live in a car for three years and, you know, not shower for a week or whatever. And I didn't then become a rock star afterwards. Right. So like, we don't all have that kind of story, but we all do have stories. (laughs) Um, And it's, and it really comes down to how we interpret those stories and actually share them. Right. So we got to find the stories. And I like what you said, Jess, because I look at it as like, yeah, we have the big why, right, Marie. And then we have the big pivotal moments potentially of why you might've become an entrepreneur, but you can unpack that to these everyday moments of like little things that, are these micro stories. And then it's just really how you interpret them and how you share them and get people interested in what you're doing. So I think that's a good point because we have heard that too. I don't have the stories and they don't have to be the rags to riches. Like those are a dime a dozen. And yes, you hear about it because they are, they're a little bit more rare and they blow up and all that kind of stuff. So um, I I like that you brought that up. So what are you guys then? I know you guys are getting into... Uh, You talked a little bit about where you're going with North Star, um, but can you just tell for our audience's sake, like, who do you typically work with? And, you know, like, just so they know, like, is this, are these guys people I want to reach out to and work with? Like, who's your, who's your typical audience? And I don't know if it's like the six figure companies, the seven figure companies, a range, I don't know. Yeah. So it, it depends because we have different levels of services for different audience members. Typically working one-on-one of us, one-on-one with us, we work with those uh, multiple six and seven figure businesses to sit down one-on-one with them and really hone in on their brand voice, their stories and create this comprehensive plan for their business. Um, that said, we have resources for people at every stage of the game. Um, one of the things that we hear time and time again, that is a big roadblock to getting those stories out there is this brand voice component and this ability to not just share your stories, but to communicate it in a way that's on brand and connects with the audience members. Because the story, if it's just kind of sitting there and no one's reading it, isn't going to do you much good. So, so we have resources for people who are at all levels, people who are just starting out um, up through those multiple six-figure businesses to help them start to hone in on their on their brand voice so that they can start creating the materials to put out to the world and testing this on their own and getting comfortable with this idea of putting their story out there so that they feel ready for that process once they're at the point where they're ready to work with us at a more personal level. Got it. Yeah, that that's awesome. Um, and I'm just curious, so have you had people that you work with or, or otherwise, I don't know, um, I like if they're like, all right, I'm doing what you said. I I got my story. I put an article out, but it didn't go viral. (laughs) You know, that's the thing. It's like there is a science to storytelling and, you know, there's so many variables though, whether it's the right timing, the right people, the right message, like all these things. And you really, it takes a lot of practice. You know, it's like sitting down at a piano. You don't, you don't play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony <laughs> the first time you sit Great down. analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys come across that where people are like, uh, well, we did all this stuff and, you know, we're not, 
we're not blowing up. Has that happened at all or do people get it? Um, I think typically people kind of know that, yeah, there has to be kind of that perfect storm oftentimes. And many of those variables are out of our control. So what we focus on is what can you control, right? And that is feeling like the story is, you know, authentic to us. It's aligned with our values that we are telling it in a way that we're proud of and, um, that it does, you know, if it impacts one person, you know, that's great. It's out there. And if, even if it doesn't, like it was more practice for you. And so allowing it to, to understand like, this is really a long game, even for people who they have something go viral, they're not going to be able to sustain that level of success or traffic or whatever it is, or, you know, clients coming in the door, unless they have ongoing content efforts, unless they continue to share their story and continue to be out there. There's, you know, you hear all the time about one hit wonders in the music industry, right? And then they just kind of fall off the map. And so if you want to have the one hit kick you off into something more sustainable, you you really have to just plan on having that consistent strategy of, you know, however you're marketing and putting your content and your story out there to support it. Yeah. I mean, I was just curious about that because, you know, I, cause I think there's a misunderstanding for people sometimes and it's, we're not controlling the tactics of how you reach people to get traffic, right? That that's kind of in your core, but if you don't have your story or understand how to do a communication strategy the right way, then the tactics won't matter either because it's just going to fall on deaf ears. So guys, I, you know, anybody listening that, that take a very um, important note on that, It is, you know, you can do the Facebook ads and the PR and the marketing, all those things without the right stories. You're not going to connect in the same way and get the results or ROI because getting the attention, right? Jesse Marie is one thing, but you have to convert that attention into a customer. And you want it to be someone that really loves what you do because that's going to be sustainable, right? Yeah. Um, So how do people learn more about how, how you can help them? Where do they go? Can you guys give a shout out for yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. So we're at northstarmessaging.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. That's where we hang out the most. Um, And then if you want to get started on your brand voice, if you haven't thought about having a brand voice before, if that's like a brand new concept for you, we encourage you to go to northstarmessaging.com slash brand voice. And we have some resources there that can help you with that process. Awesome. Sounds good. All right, guys. So you could check them out. Um, I had your website up here too. Oh, I got too many tabs open. I can't find it. (laughs) The endless tab hunt. (laughs) Um, But I would definitely check them out. Um, And again, they, they have, uh, we actually broke the expert viewpoint we did with you guys into multiple videos. So I think it's in three segments to make it nice and easy for like topics, you know? So that is in the Captivate um, membership area. So we have expert lessons from Marie and Jesse. And then of course, guys, check them out for Brand Voice support. Uh, thank you both for being here and sharing your time and um, your insights. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciated this. Awesome. Yeah, it's been great. We'll stay in touch. Thanks, guys. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the change creator revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast. Oh,